0: Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Casa. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right, enjoy. Everybody swears they're solid, but ice is solid too until you put some heat to it. I want to be clear about something, all right? All I- right everybody's you know saying don't blame yourself folly don't blame yourself it's so much easier said than done it's not that I blame myself for her action it's that I blame myself for uh, for allowing her to even think that that action was a choice and I get I get what people say as far as you know uh, there's there's no controlling it But once again, I go back to what I said before, if I was a better husband, if I was a better person to talk to, if I was better at seeing certain things I feel like I should have saw, or if I was more compassionate. Once again, this point in my life, I'm under a lot of stress as well, right from the military prior to the stress she added to my life after, you know, after she passed. Um, And we, you know, I, I just I'm Human I go back to that all the time, and I just I kept on pushing the same way I push through life I push through my career and I push and I just you know I put my head down and i I, I truck forward and I don't think I was the husband that I should have been during this time, especially after having a baby and that's what I blame myself for. I can't blame myself for whatever hormones. That she had, or you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know what was going on inside of her body. I just know that, you know, the events that took place towards the end was not an event that I would ever think that my wife would have ever, you know, considered, contemplated, or, or executed. Nine years, or just just about nine years together, uh, dating, married, you know, and everything wasn't always peachy keen. You know, I'm a very uh, stubborn person. And uh, Amanda was a very stubborn. Not I don't want to say stu- she was stubborn, but like you know, she was just very um very well versed, and educated. You know, when um when I met her, she was finishing up her master's program in psychology, and and um just it's I mean, it it was it was a turnoff for me, right? Having having a woman like that, you know, uh, one educated, uh, had already got a bachelor's and two associates prior to her master's. Uh, having her own mortgage, having her own vehicle, having her own everything. Our first date was at the Fire Ninja out there in Virginia Beach by Town Center. And and um, it's not there anymore. But uh, I told her, like, and I said, you, you're going to be my future ex-wife. That's what I told her. It was a joke, right? You know, got to start somewhere and start a future ex-wife and build up to actual wife-wife. Um, I ended up proposing to her. Uh, eight months after I met her, I, I proposed to her at a at a command Christmas party. Uh, they had a lot of raffled off gifts, and I had her ring raffled off. Uh, obviously, you know, planned for her to win the raffle, and it was it was advertised as a mystery box, right? And so everybody wanted to know what was inside the mystery box. And so when she all went up to the, the stage to get her uh, mystery box you know they're like oh you can't just walk off with with the box you gotta, you gotta open it up let us know what's inside of it so she's opening it up and while she's you know unpacking or unwrapping the box and everything like that I'm, I'm walking to the stage and she opens it and she sees this ring and she just she lights up she turns around and she sees me on one knee behind her and they had to catch her because her knees buckled <laughs> and it was just it was everything it was everything and it was the start of everything I wanted. And uh, I mean, even before I proposed to her, you know, there was some rockiness because she was she had a whole other life before me that was still, you know, popping up. And I knew what I wanted as soon as I met her. Like I knew she was the one. And I still think she's the one. And I don't think there's anybody else out there that could ever be the one. And this is after, you know, traveling the world and, and talking to uh, a lot of women. I'm, I'm not trying to call myself a whore or whatever the case is, but I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not a hermit. I, I, anyway, quality quality. And I, I understood the quality of Amanda and I instantly fell in love with it. You know, it took me less than it took me less than a month to tell her I love her. At the same time, it took me a month just to get a kiss from her—my first kiss, right? And I, I, no woman ever made me wait a month to just get a kiss. But it went back to, you know, she respected herself and she respected this process, and, and that made me fall even deeper in love with her. Um. But you know, you know, we, we moved in together before we got married. And we, we started life together. We started the normal. You know, you got to know each other more intimately, not just on a sexual level, but just in general, more intimately, right? You know, how do you sound like when you sleep? Uh, what do you like to eat in the morning? Do you leave the dishes out on the stove? Do you complain about the dishes being in the sink? You know, how do you fold clothing? Just, just regular things, right? Just maybe it's not regular. To me, it's regular, but I don't, I don't know if you guys even think about that kind of stuff. Um, and after years and years living together, you know, start st- stuff just starts, you know, adding up. And um, then, you know, babies come into play. And after Ava, you know, uh, we had a, a lot of falling out. Just because, you know, so much, so much we're new to. New to this chapter of marriage. Um, new to parenting. New to everything. And uh, we ended up having to go see a marriage counselor. And um, I'm, I'm not really too big on marriage. I'm not really big on any counselors. I just I feel like it's a like I could be your counselor. Let's Just sit down on the couch and talk. That's all you need. You just need somebody to talk to and either agree with you or give you a different point of view or disagree with you and tell you why. All right. I don't know why it takes a degree to do that, but I just think it takes a lot of life experience. But let me get back on track. So we go to a counselor um, and we know we got to choose male or female. So, uh, Amanda chose female, and uh, first couple of sessions were real good, right? Uh, she gave us homework. She assigned us a, this book to read. You know, um, you know whether it's one to three chapters or whatever the case is between that the, each week that we came and seen her, and to reflect on what we read, and uh, we did. And you know that only lasted for for so long <laughs> before. Uh, the lady asked, you know, she's like, you know, uh, she asked Amanda, has Fadi been doing everything? Uh, you, what, has he been following the book? Has he been following the rules that she that she gave us, that the counselor gave us? She said, yes. You know, I have been. And then she asked me, Hey, has Amanda been, you know, following the rules? And I didn't want to answer this because there's nothing but trouble that comes out of any of my answers because all my shit's honest. And uh, the counselor just went ahead and asked Amanda and said, Well, we'll answer the question for him. And Amanda's answer was, uh, I've been working on myself, right? Not me, but like, she's been working on herself. Cool. Uh, <laughs> the counselor didn't give her an answer that, you know, she agreed with. She's like, you're not here to work on yourself. You're here to work on your marriage. Uh, Amanda. Um, yeah, that was the last time we saw that counselor. All right. And it's not that, you know, Amanda was wrong or the counselor was wrong or I was wrong. It was just the, the dynamic of having a third person tell you just straight that you're wrong people some people can't take that me i'm one of those people sometimes too when you tell me i'm wrong it's not that i can't take it i just want to know what you're basing it off of why do you, why do you tell me i'm wrong either way so we uh we went about ourselves we went about our own business and um you know that only lasted for so long and then we're like fuck it let's you know we're, we're on the brinks of of marriage again and' like that's not gonna hurt you know what I mean we, we loved each other at one point we love each other currently we have a kid we have a family we have foundation let's see you know what I mean if, if we can find something to fill these cracks in and uh, we decide to try another therapist and this time you know as male or female she chose male. So um, what worried me about this guy was before we even started the counseling session, he just wanted to get some backstory. And he just asked us, he's like, do you guys even want to make this work? Because it just sounded like we hated each other, you know? And that bothered me, right? Because we're here for a reason. We're here because obviously things aren't working, but we're here because we want to make it work. And that just kind of uh, jaded my opinion of him. Once again, i I mean, not once again, but I'm, I'm optimistic and I, I'll give anything a shot, you know, I mean, not anything, I don't know, no booty play on here, but, uh, <laughs> um, I give everything a shot and that was one of the things I gave a shot. I say, you know, whatever. And, um, that, that counselor lasted about, you know, two to three sessions and it just it didn't, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Right. I think both of our cups were just too full One thing we just we thought we knew everything and we thought that there was no changing the other person. And we're like, we're just going to deal with it on our own. Obviously, not the right answer. And um, it, it worked for a little bit. We put some band-aids on some things, but there were still so many underlining issues. And what Amanda liked to do a lot was fight in a time machine. And what I mean by that was um, if something happened today, I'd be I'd be. You know, defending myself for today or explaining myself for today, while also having to reference and stand up and defend myself for things that happened over the course of the last few years, and I never thought that was fair. Um, I never thought that was fair, and I I, th- I just shut down. So uh, me shutting down caused her to think that I just didn't care, and it wasn't that I didn't care. And this is not me bashing Amanda at all. Just need you to listen and understand this, all right? Because I, I know a lot of people that do this. It wasn't that I didn't care. It's just that I didn't think the fight was worth the fight. So rather than arguing about something I know I'm going to be wrong about, why argue? I'll let you be right. I'll let you yell. I'll let you get it off your chest and we'll keep it moving because I love you more than I love myself. I love you more than I love me. But in her mind, if I fought her, that means I hated her. If I didn't fight her, that means I didn't love her. And I know there's a lot of women out there or a lot of people out there that think the same. And I'll tell you guys right now, they're just just to me, that's that's bananas because there's there's a good amount of people out there that just don't want to fight. You know, why make the home that you live in uncomfortable? Like that's when people start staying at work later. That's when people start cheating. That's when I don't I want to want to come home. I don't want to not want to come home. All right. And if I got to shut down when I come home all the time, I'm okay with that. You know, I'll shut down. But if you have to push for a fight or demand a fight to show that I care about you, that's insanity to me. And uh, she went through this phase. And, you know, once again, I'm always and I I take complete fault in all this. Right. Because, um, you know, there's there's a lot of unresolved issues because I shut down that, you know, didn't get resolved. And, you know, she held on to. And, and that's not fair for anybody, right, to have to live with that kind of pain, grief or whatever the case is, regardless of what the subject was about the 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 pain. And I, I used to tell all the time, we used to tell each other all the time, you know, like when we got these fallings out and, like, you know, we threw around the idea of divorce or we threw the idea around, like, you know, we hate each other, whatever the case is. We, we finally got back to each other and we asked ourselves, like, like, why? <laughs> what is this all about? Like, did one of us cheat? No, never, right? Did one of us lie about something major? Did one of us hurt each other? No, never, you know, like there's just nothing. All this shit was just bullshit. It was just bullshit. It was just emotional. It was childish. It was, um, it, it became toxic. It became toxic at certain points of our marriage. And, um, you know it's just it's tough to deal with this it's tough to you know to be that person i you know when i was on um when i was on uh, the george washington you know there's only three people in the know this um the in the command that we had you know some falling outs and you know um i needed a cool down room just to be able to get out of the house and just cool off and they were able the command was able to get me a cool down room just to just get some time away time apart um not cool down because like some, that's what just what they called the room. Like nobody was just hot or whatever the case is, but you know it was embarrassing for me to to have to go to the people I work for and say, look, you know this is what's happening in my personal life, and as as a leader, I I, I just I need to need to address this so it doesn't get out of hand. And um, you know that that played a that paid a toll on me and it, my my ego and my pride, and uh, I think that I, I took I took some of that anger. And I held on to it, you know, for a few years later. And uh, I was I was scared that, you know, something similar was going to happen when I was about to head out to California, right? You know, Amanda hears something she didn't want to hear or um, imagine something based off, you know, something she saw or, you know, whatever the case is. Our imagination plays with us a lot, especially with, with time apart. You know, we all think like, you know, did this person meet somebody else or is this person happier without me? And I was terrified that she was going to have these thoughts and then, you know, start start using my daughter or my, my my daughter and my son at this point you know to to kind of control me and you know affect my my quality of work or my level of work or you know my ability to support my family and um you know uh recently right before she passed and that's what I was talking to her about that's like that's where some of my anxiety came from and when I broke it down to her like that i mean I guess that was my first time breaking it down to her like that and telling her why I felt the way I felt. I feel like once again, you know, I don't, I don't know if she knew how to react to that. Like I've never been that. Like I've always been a shut down person. You know, I've never been a open up and let me know. Like let me tell you exactly how I feel. And I feel like if I told her, you know, how I felt more throughout our our marriage and our relationship, or if I was, you know, what I mean, I just, I just feel like a little bit sometimes when I talk about my feelings, you know. And um, I feel like now, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. If I talk to her more throughout, you know, our marriage and 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 let her know that I. Had, you know, genuine feelings, and Fadi's not a fucking robot, I feel like, you know, she would have been more um, able to brace that shock of how I felt in Vice, not knowing what to do, feeling like her marriage was about to fall apart, feeling like she was falling apart, you know, and, um, and that's why, that's why, you know, I feel responsible for, I feel responsible because I feel like I handled this entire relationship incorrectly, you know, um, we had a great thing, we were two great people, I think, and I think the love that we had when we had it and when we were together, and it was passionate it was it was hot it was it was everything you know we were just great together. we never wanted for anything. me and her were very very well um uh stable minded and you know goal oriented and you know we we're just a great team man we were a power couple and i just i dwell on that now once again I control my thoughts I do dwell on it though. And then I check myself. I'm like, well, you know what I mean? Fuck, Fadi. Like, what am I? What am I? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I go back. Like, there's nobody ever that's going to be able to measure up to, to Amanda for me, you know? Like, the mother of my children, my wife, my everything, my life, my heartbeat. And learning learning to love myself right now is just fucking, it feels impossible because I loved her more than I loved me. I put her and the kids in. Before I put myself I've n- literally neglected myself For the last nine years And this is not to sound Like a fucking victim Alright This is just telling you This is what it is Right it's what That's what a man should do A man should put himself Second to his family Alright First to God Second to his family And And it's just I, I just I, I feel like I failed I feel like I fucked this up And I feel like I'm never Ever gonna get a chance To do it again I'm not gonna be able to Because she's not here So That's where I'm at right now But um that's where this, this cup of vodka, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's where this cup of tequila got me tonight. I'm going to leave you guys here, all right? Once again, thanks for tuning in. Keep swimming, all right? Keep swimming. Let those arms go, all right? When you feel that pain, keep fucking swimming, all right? That pain is temporary, all right? Your life is permanent right? until you die, like, from natural causes when you're in your fucking hundreds, all right? You're not dying today. Don't fucking drown on me. Breathe and keep swimming. I love you all. Thanks.